0: Welcome to Day Clubbing, everybody! All about the ins and outs and the ups and downs of Center Club in Boston, Mass. I'm Kenan. With with me, as always, is my co-host Scott. Hey, Scott. Hi. Uh, Jay's out today, uh, but we are very excited today because uh, Gabby is here with us via the magic, right? Via the magic of Zoom. Uh, she is the program coordinator for Latino Services. Right. I just found out today that that is. Uh, that is the proper title for, for Gabby. Okay. Uh, she serves an important role here as she is the the conduit, everybody, for our Spanish-speaking members. And uh, she also serves, let's face it, as our multicultural ambassador.
1: Right. She seems to do just a, a little bit of everything here, you know? For, for sure. All kinds of things. Just Not just for the Spanish, but for everybody.
0: So we're going to talk uh, about multiculturalism today. Yeah. What it is. Why it's important, mm-hmm. and what you can do to be more multicultural in your life. I got, I got a couple of ideas. I, mean, I don't want to learn Spanish. <laughs> Me too, but there's, but there's, but there's a lazy man's way, I think, uh, here and there, of of indulging in in multiculturalism and learning a little. Well,
1: there's a new uh, system of learning foreign languages called Babel. Yeah, we'll get to that in a in a little bit. Okay.
0: But first of all, first, first of all, uh, Gabby, how did you find Center Club? How did you land here?
2: landed in Center Club in 2012, but I had been in Bay Cove prior to that, working in supported housing. And um, since I started with Bay Cove, I always have worked with more of uh, um Since I worked with mostly Spanish clients, um, I knew about Casa Primavera before it became part of Center Club when it was still in Deathly Square and had its own clubhouse. Um, and I would see a lot of clients there, and I just became... It's, oh, it was always the same group and they were always inviting me to parties and like, I met a lot of the Casa Primavera members. And then when Casa Primavera became part Center Club and moved to Canal Street, in mean, at Street, um, I started to go there to see some of my, uh, the members that I worked with. And then, um, when I heard that Center Club was going to merge with, um, uh, I mean, as I, remember I was going to merge with center club um i thought it would be a good opportunity to move to, well, places because i had been working in the same program now for at center club in at they for 10 years
0: okay mm-hmm. so so did that so the role that you have now it, it didn't already exist you basically had to create it as the need arose it sounded like
2: yeah so that was an it was a new role
3: yeah
0: That okay.
2: uh, when i came here okay I, you know before it was was, they had a program director. But then since Gusaprimaveta merged with Center Club, there was no need. Yeah. And it was just more of a coordinator.
0: Right. First of all, like what are some of the things that you are um are are you responsible for at Center Club?
2: Um one of the things that I'm I do often is um I help a lot of the Spanish members when they get mail, I help it translate it. I call a lot of their insurance and doctors. There is because even though Boston is a pretty multicultural city, there's still a lack of Spanish services in our community, especially in mental health. Um, So I do, I help a lot of our members make sure that they have um, culturally appropriate treatment yeah, and um, and just get them engaged with someone. Um, That's one of the things that I do. Um, And it sort of just covers everything from housing to, Uh, education to sometimes I even do um, I help members get their citizenship. Yeah. Um, So so it's pretty much whatever a Spanish member needs help with, I will do. But then I also do a lot of, I work on the first floor in the membership unit. And so I'm always, um, I do a lot of the membership unit uh, workday tasks. Um, As Scott would know, like I do a lot of, I help really.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Organizing. We
2: organizing.
0: Well, that well, that's it. So, what you often see Gabby doing is, uh, as she was saying, is you know, a lot of this is translation. So, when a Spanish-speaking uh, member, ha- especially when it's something to do with, um, you know, perhaps it would be like recertification at a housing, or it's a question um, to ask the rep payee, or any of this, or you get a letter from Social Security and you don't know what it means. Right. Uh, Gabby is just this sort of a, a essential um, conduit to understanding things for people that don't understand English. So, um, hugely important. It's kind of sad that we, we don't have more of that. Mm. <laughs> and I, I think that's the one of the things that we talk oh. about, you and I talk about uh, a lot on this show, is that, um, you know, if you know another language... It would make your life a lot easier.
1: Yeah. uh, You know, um, what I was trying to get at was that Gabby takes initiative at her job and does things more than just the Spanish.
0: Yeah. No, she does. And in fact, uh, Gabby also does the newsletter. Right. Pulse Beat. Pulse Beat, which uh, we were just working on a little bit uh, today about your uh, article that uh, Scott is is penning an article about the podcast group. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, we were discussing that today, and that goes into the Pulse Beat, which is our our news, uh, our newsletter, which Gabby is the editor for. Um, you know, uh, Gabby, we talk about it on the show here a lot about how you know our lives would be probably be enhanced and be better and easier if we could also speak Spanish. Now, um, what are in in because you, you've uh, helped people with this? What are some ways that we could go about learning? Like, what have you seen that's worked best for people?
2: One of the most, one of the things I always tell the members that you need to practice yeah. mm-hmm. every day for at least five mm-hmm. minutes because if you don't if you like if you want to learn a language and you're like I'm going to do it every Tuesday or every Wednesday and you wait until next Wednesday you have to pretty much start fresh
3: yeah right
2: because it's, especially as we get older it's difficult for us to learn new things so that's why it's important to do it every like i recommend that they listen to music spanish music even watch spanish tv even if you don't understand what they're saying yeah just right. hearing it works it really does by watching Spanish television so I always recommend that they watch Spanish TV
1: or mm-hmm. You pick up the sounds and stuff like exactly. that and after you hear it enough times you just, oh, that must be what it means right if
0: somebody's opening a door and they mention it and then you go, okay, that's what a door is. so you, I, you know you can start piecing things together as you go along. Now there's different um, apps uh, applications on on you know the phone and on the internet and stuff that people use uh, Babel and Duolingo and all this kind of stuff is there is is there one better than the other as as far as you're concerned?
2: I have been using Duolingo at Center Club with members. I thought it was the most, um, you don't really have to have too many computer skills. Yeah. It mostly just requires a microphone and then pressing either like the spacebar and then the mouse. Yeah. You don't even have to learn, be able to type because it has everything there. You just can click and move the mouse. So it also, I like it because it also helps with developing computer skills. And I thought Babel was a little bit, you have to be more comfortable with the computer yeah. to use that program. And, and there's some other ones also for Spanish that are free um, out there. There's like Spanish one two three. Okay. Uh, uh There's like the five or six that I have used in the past, but I always come back to Duolingo.
3: Okay.
1: Is um, Duolingo more about construction and Babbel more about? Uh, Speaking it right from the start and working from there.
2: No, Duolingo also um, is speaking because it you know it records your wavelength. It
1: does, yeah. You do have to talk into so, it, yeah.
2: So it can tell you, it can by your wavelength. It can say, it can find out if you're saying it right or wrong.
1: Right, like if you use vowels that are in English instead of vowels that are uh, in Spanish, for instance. Yeah,
0: man. yeah. So there's obvious benefits to, especially when you live in a, you know, a multicultural city like like Boston. It there's definitely benefits to learning Spanish.
1: I just think for me, yeah, I'd rather live, learn if I had to learn another language to be French. Yeah, well, uh, it's, I mean Spanish but, is romantic. Yeah, but I mean most of the real big romance stories and everything that you hear <laughs> about are French.
0: True, but and, you're going to use
2: Spanish. It's very easy to go from one romance language to another, another that's, Yeah, that's yeah. what I've heard,
0: that if you, if you uh, learn Spanish, you can learn. Because in my, uh, in, in my head, because I, like I, I talked before, I love Italian cinema. So no. I watch a lot of Italian films, and just with subtitles, I don't know what anybody's saying. It doesn't make sense necessarily to learn Italian, because I'm not going to be around Italian people. But I, I, everybody says, well, if you learn Spanish, you can figure out what's going on in Italian, because yeah. they're very close.
1: Uh, domino. There you go. Uh, that means I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right? So,
0: so you know, there's there's definitely like good reasons to just pick it up. I it also, um, uh, you know, it it would it just it's just nice to learn something new. You know, that's yeah. that you can use that you can actually. Well, I was
1: in French Canada. Yeah, uh, with a friend, and I Montreal Quebec something Quebec city. I had to learn a little French. You yeah, know, just to. Catch on. I started to catch on, but I I was only there a month or two. So yeah, I but never you, wrote. But
0: but even in that month, you were you were picking things up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you have to immerse yourself. And in and honestly, if you do want to learn Spanish, and you come to Center Club, you will have uh, a chance to use it because we have Spanish-speaking members who would be All happy right. to talk to you yep. and uh, and deal with you while you stumbled through your.
1: Your, yeah, that's just it. I stumble through. Well, of course, <laughs> It'd be no fun. But they,
0: but the, everybody has been on the other side of that too, so they, yeah. you know, everybody kind of understands uh, how well, it goes.
2: So we have right a, lot a lot of resources too.
0: Yeah, for to
2: in Spanish, not just the Duolingo program. Like what have, I've got like I have like five or six different programs depending on the person's learning. Yeah, um, how they like to learn, like, um, and like I have audio, I have visual. Um, and also the videos, of course. Yeah. So it's all different. You know, everyone learns a different way. Yeah. So I try to accommodate how each person
1: learns. I think I have a good start on Spanish if I if I got into it. Yeah, me too. Is, I just...
0: I think you uh, you just have to hunker I'm 64
1: down. 64 years old. It's hard to <laughs> get... A...
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, but we can always learn things. about things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Now, you're
2: never too old to learn new things.
1: I know.
0: Now this is a this is a, a broad question, Scott, that I'm sure you'll have an answer for, but uh, and Gabby as well. But um, why? Just it, why is multiculturalism important? What do we learn if we're exposed to other cultures? Oh,
1: different meanings for different ideas and different ways of doing things. Yeah, and all kinds of. Uh, it's just a, for instance in Greece. Yeah, there are seven different words for the word love. Yeah, you know so. Each language is is can uh, give me a, a myriad of uh, ideas and and a myriad of um, understandings of yeah. different things. You know, it just uh, you think about um, what we eat. You know, and uh, you go down to uh, Mexico. Well, they have tacos, and you, know, you go to France, and they yeah. have eclairs, and you know, everywhere you go, it's something. A little bit different, and multiculturalism can get you involved in that. That's what cuisine tasters that Gabby takes us on is so yeah. nice.
0: Now that's exactly leads me to what I was going to mention because we talked earlier about well, what are some easy ways to experience multiculturalism, uh, especially for lazy types like ourselves. Right. And and uh, Gabby, food is probably the easiest and most oh. fun, right? Exactly. So,
2: what mm. with cuisine tasters? We try. Um, we try to have a different cuisine from um, from a country every month. Yeah. And we, um, well, not to say that we don't have American food, but it's usually we try to pick foods that we've, ne- we've always wanted to try. Like, I know we've tried, like, we've tried Vietnamese, we have tried Indian, we have tried um, Turkish, Lebanese.
1: Wow. Italian? Haven't we done some Italian? We've
2: done Italian, yep. We did
1: Italian. We should go gone to Mike's <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> you had something yeah. else though, didn't you? Have something else we did after uh, we went to the Italian? Wasn't Mike's?
2: We went in Austin. We went and had
0: bubble tea,
1: which is uh, oh, yeah,
2: nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: So how we,
0: often? How often does that? The, does cuisine? What's it called? Cuisine tasters. Cuisine oh, tasters. Yeah. How it often? be it? once a month. Oh, once a month. Okay, that's fun. And you guys would go out to the to the restaurant together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we would go out to eat. And, and also sort of to also learn the city. And, uh, so we always take public transportation or if it's close by, we walk, but yep. we usually also after, after we eat, we usually also go grab coffee, um, sometimes we get ice cream and it's sort of just a really nice time to be like, to socialize and not be at the club Yeah, and be out. Um, and it's, it's always a nice time. There's a, there's right now we have like, there's 10 key cuisine tasters. Um, who help also, we write reviews for the pulse beat for it, um, to recommend restaurants for other members.
3: Wow. That's um, fun.
2: but everyone is welcome. Um, and it also helps. I think it helps to learn one of the things, one of the things a member said to me is like that they have become more patient
3: mm-hmm.
2: because of going to cuisine tasters. Wow. Because okay. some, sometimes there's a lot, there's you know, there's a big group of us. Yeah. We have to be patient when we when we wait for you know game to be served and our getting to put our order in right. Um, and they they told me that they weren't. They're becoming more patient that's when they were yeah.
1: out. Eating. I was getting more interested in different kinds of foods myself. Yeah. Um, I didn't have that uh, patience problem. I that's something I'm very good at. Yeah. Being got, patient.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, th- one of the other ways that I was thinking of too. Sort of like experience multiculturalism easily is with music, obviously because um, you know every culture has their own uh, musical styles. So you can take a trip around the world on your on your Mars. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: We um, we actually have a lot of Spanish Spanish percussion instruments at the club. Oh yeah, that's true. Used to have like
3: um, have a little
2: band. Yeah. a lot of members play different instruments, so they would just get together and play music. Um, and we have all the instruments. Um, right. We ha- we used to have members that play. I know Scott plays guitar.
3: Yep.
0: we yep.
2: have members that play guitar, so they would. We would have like a little group, and they would play.
0: We need that. We need so, more jam sessions here at uh, Seneca. Well,
2: yeah, we should definitely start the jam sessions. Now Morocco, <laughs> we have a guitar.
1: Morocco's are not necessarily Spanish, but they have them in Spain. Yeah, Moroccans Yeah, in yeah. Mexico. Morocco. Yeah. They, I mean, there are
2: I forget what the thing is called. It has the chains. It's like you, you do it with your hand. And oh, the yeah, yeah. And I don't right. know what that... Yeah, I could, I could
0: rock
1: really one of those like. in, the, in the band.
0: You yeah. know, I could, yeah. I could shake some maracas or yeah. bang a bongo.
1: There are different cultures that, um I mean, like, just because you're in Mexico doesn't mean you have to use whatever the United States has. There's other countries that have... Instruments like a sitar from yeah, sure from, uh, China or yeah. you know India, India. Excuse me. Uh, I think they have this sitar in, in in China too, but it is originally from India, right? And uh, it seems like there's, um, you know, um, did, do you know anybody in uh, Mexico that plays instruments from overseas other than the guitar? Or oh, yeah. not a Spanish guitar? I mean, you know, I. Uh, Classical uh, is what they play in uh, Mexico. Usually, you know the nylon strings, but uh, yeah. you can the acoustic and electric. You know, and if you can play the uh, classical guitar, you can learn sure, to play absolutely. regular guitar.
0: By the way, did you also did you know that Gabby has an illustrious musical career as well, aside from all flute. the all the work she does? Her? Yes, fl- player.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, ever, you ever rock that that flute uh, anymore? Gabby.
2: Every now and then, when I get really bored and I have nothing to do, um, or like if I'm cleaning, it's a good way to procrastinate. Like I'll start sure. cleaning, like dusting. I'm like, oh, there's a fruit, and then I'll stop dusting and I'll play. Wow. Um, but it's like not that often. Every now, only like every now and then, it's, I bring
0: yeah. it out. So if one of the funniest things, a friend of mine came and applied to, to to work here, and um. And he came and he saw Gabby and, you know, we went upstairs and he was like, I used to be in a band with her. And I was like, <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, I toured France with her. And I was like, wow, holy smokes. So there you go. Yeah.
1: Well, anyway, I was thinking about Jethro Tull, which is the name of a band. John sure. Anderson played the flute.
0: He sure did. Still does.
1: Yeah, well, of course. Just released he a solo album. He's in the 70s, though, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if you ever played any of that music.
0: Yeah, have you ever played any Jethro Tull tunes or things
1: like that?
2: I I, uh, I have never played Jethro Tull. I have played The Misfits on my flute. Okay, well, that's some cool. Other punk songs. Yeah. But never Jethro Tull. So
0: she was more of a punk flutist than a classic rock
1: flutist. <laughs> flutist. I think she's probably a classical.
0: So yeah, but I'm training, assuming I'm yeah. assuming if you want to get the Center Club jam band together. That Gabby will uh, play some Ga- flute. Gabby will bring the flute in. Yeah. So yeah. you know. So you got play yeah. I'm sure you got we plenty of
2: have, I think we can have a full band. Yeah. <laughs> like Ryan plays the piano. Oh yeah, he
0: plays the keyboards. Uh you bring your guitar. Uh there's plenty of percussionists around. I think we'd really have something.
2: Yeah. We have uh, we have a Spanish member that used to play in a uh used to be a professional bongo player. Wow like fungus. Okay. Um, there's yeah there's there's a lot of members who have great musical
0: talent. So we should really have a band. So you you, you can well, I think this is the genesis Scott right now
1: <laughs> of the
0: of the center club band. This is where it all started.
1: Maybe so. I um, think I'm
0: pretty excited now.
1: Yeah, well, we could play some and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, you start out with some covers and then you throw in some of your your uh, uh, Scott McConnell originals.
1: Yeah, well, I could... I, I have a lot of original uh <laughs> pro- chord progressions. I don't have a a lot written. I got well, a couple songs written. Perfect That's opportunity
0: it. now. And then also, you know, we can also translate your lyrics into Spanish so we can have both versions of the okay. songs
2: <laughs>
3: just to get the whole
0: multiculturalism right. full circle. You can
2: also cover some of my, uh, some of, I used, um, I used to be in a uh, Spanish cover band. Yep. And when I mean Spanish, it was mostly um, music from Mexico, from the music that my parents raised me on in like yeah. the 70s late 70s early 80s. We covered Spanish longs.
0: That's awesome. So uh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll think about that in the future, Scott. Might be a nice little addition to things around here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well if she can do a little E.ON Anderson type stuff, she can <laughs> should be some good stuff. He, I bet you she can. He
0: really wants to get a Jethro Tell cover in there, uh, Gabby. So, you okay, know. I,
2: will, I will try.
1: Yeah, just the... minstrel in the gallery.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, and then also the, you know, sort of the third tier, and this is, you know, n- not everybody can do this, but of course travel is another uh, great way to experience multiculturalism right. is to actually put yourself in the situation of being in someone else's uh, culture. No, uh,
1: I, I had some experience being in Quebec. City, yeah, know, was, yeah, yeah. Uh, that nobody spoke English in Quebec City. They did in Montreal, right. but not in Quebec City too much.
0: I feel like Gabby was just in France, which I'm sure was the similar experience, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's.
2: Well, it was actually it was quite surprised because I've got I went to France the first time I went to France was in like when I was on tour. Yeah, it was in like early 2000s, 2006, seven, and then no one really spoke English.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then
2: when I went this year. I would say anyone over, like, under the age of, like, 40 spoken. Language.
0: Oh, okay. So, they're, you know, they're coming around a little bit. Well,
1: they're, yeah. They're our like, way of thinking. Well, we're not coming we're around to their we're way We're definitely of not
0: coming around to their way no, yeah, of
2: thinking. I, I tried to like, I, I learned French. I studied French in high school and in college. Mm. And even now, with, like, with, on Duolingo every now and then, if I'm bored. Yeah. Um, I'll practice. But my pronunciation is so bad that oh, yeah. every time I would try to say, say something in French, they would just talk to me in English, and they're
0: like,
1: <laughs> yeah, don't, even, don't even bother. <laughs> well, you mean like, your, your knowing, knowledge of uh, Spanish didn't help you with French, or did it?
2: No, it's my pronunciation. Yeah. Um,
1: right. so she got the
0: words right, but the Right, but you had an accent,
1: right. a Spanish accent.
0: She had an American was, accent, I think, would probably American be the American accent, right? yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that
1: what it was? Yeah. When you speak yeah. Spanish, do you have an American accent?
0: I'm sure she does a little bit, right? What? Sure. Yeah, when you're speaking Spanish, are you doing? Oh it with, yeah, yeah, you're doing it with an There's American a, accent.
2: Um, it's it's a very it's a very specific accent because I was raised in Texas, right? Um, so and i was also in the border and the border mm. has its own weird accent and I yeah. didn't realize right. I had one until okay. I moved up here up to Boston, and somebody just mentioned it like as a couple of words I would say different. And I was like, What do you mean? That's how you pronounce them. And right. they're like, No, that's not how it is. And I was like, You say W is weird. And I was like, I would listen to myself, like, no, that's not weird. But now that I, you know, I've I, so now that I've lived here for so long and I go back home, I'm yeah. like, Wow, that is a really <laughs> thick accent.
1: Right. It's like Is everything um, better in Texas? Or bigger? <laughs> everything
0: I everything yeah. is bigger. I don't know if everything is better. I don't
1: know about better. Everything
0: yeah. is definitely bigger, that's for sure.
1: Well, the gallon hats or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 10 10, gallons. 10, 10 all
0: 10 right. Uh thank you for spending the time with us, Gabby. Um you know, uh, once again, uh Gabby is it plays a crucial role here. She um she merges the cultures together here in just mm-hmm. in a seamless way and we'd be lost without her. So thank you, Gabby, for all you do here. And uh, we'll see you at the first uh, the first jam session, I guess.
1: Uh, no, I'll see you I'm Friday. in Spanish?
0: Yes, please. For
2: our Spanish listeners, yes, well, not yet. We do have some Spanish members that are interested. Okay. ¿Alguien está interesado en participar en esta grabación y les gustaría trabajar o ayudar en la producción? Ah, por favor hablen conmigo. Um, y tener, así, hacer como uno, un otro en español, o tenemos y en español en el mismo um, I just said, uh, if, if, you know, Spanish members are interested in joining the podcast. They can come and speak to me, um, or they want to help with the production and want to want to do like a Spanish podcast. We can try to do one, or if yep. not, maybe we can merge the sure. English and Spanish into
0: this one. Yep, absolutely. I'm open to all that.
1: Is that. the programa? You said the programmer is part of the program? Uh, yeah, yep,
2: programmer's program.
1: You nailed it, buddy. <laughs> oh, that was a tough one. <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you, Gabby. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. So, uh, so she was excellent.
0: There you go. So that's, uh, that's Gabby. Now, yeah. before we go, Scott, a couple things. Do you have a movie review for us this week?
1: Uh, I didn't see a movie this week, but I uh, saw a movie... I saw Moonfall. Did I do one from the week
0: you, Yeah, we talked about Moonfall last week.
1: Right. And there was another movie the week before, uh, Dune. Yeah, we talked, talked about, about Dune. Dune. Yeah, So I guess... I, That's it. You're I, tapped out. No, I, I probably have one, but uh, I I just wanted to say that uh, I think um, Lady Gaga, like they said on the news, got snubbed from the Academy Awards. She got Award. snubbed. Everybody yeah. knows it. Yeah.
0: When, when are the Academy Awards? The 27th. Are you going to be watching them?
1: I don't know.
0: Well, if you do, you can give us a report of what you thought. Yeah.
1: Well, the reason I don't watch them is because the person I want to win never wins yeah. in the Academy Awards. When well, I used to watch um, the uh, beauty pageants, yeah. I always picked the winner. Oh, really? Yeah, all the time. Oh, wow, good.
0: Uh, okay. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll get a, a movie next week. Uh, also, next week, Ryan's coming back. You know, he okay. just had uh, he just had surgery.
1: Well, well, he was here today.
0: We're gonna, yeah, he is. He's, he's, uh, he's, but he's gonna be on the show next week to talk okay. about surgery and recovery and physical rehabilitation and what all that's like, because uh, it might happen to you someday. It won't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> something else might. Yeah. my knees are bad. So yeah, some, something something
0: enough. will go on you at some point, and you'll have yeah. to get it fixed. And uh, we'll learn all about uh, what that's like. I've, I've gone through some uh, physical therapy myself after breaking my leg and then breaking my, my arm a, a year later. We'll talk about that next week. Okay. Fun stuff. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Scott, as always. You're welcome. And we will see you next time on Day Clipping.